quite attached to it. Oh, sweetheart. I was really attached to my specimens. Now they're out there in the night doing God knows what. Welcome to Cocktail Cinema, folks, and welcome back to our summer of Rodriguez and Tarantino. As always, I am your first favorite bartender, your third favorite author, Josh Price, and I am here with Quentin and Robbie. It's a hot one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's starting to get a little muggy here. Of course, I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt on the warmest day of the year so far. (laughs) But in keeping with this uh, series, we are reviewing Planet Terror this week. Hmm. Uh, The 2007 Robert Rodriguez film. Uh, It was one of the Grindhouse movies that he did in uh, Cahoots with Quentin Tarantino. Mm -hmm. Uh, It had a budget of $23 million. And all right, boys, you want to take a guess at what the box office was? Mm, as a grindhouse mm-hmm. mm, with two big names, I'm gonna go 75. Mil. 75. I go 85. Just shy of 11 million dollars. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. For for both for the for the grindhouse, right? In Just general? for Planet Terror. Just for Planet, Just for Planet, Planet Terror. Terror. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Planet Terror did 10.9 million dollars. Okay. So after they so, released individually. Yeah. After they released individually. Uh. Uh. Yeah, Planet Terror didn't do so well in Death Proof because it was attached to Tarantino did a little differently. We'll we'll talk about that next time. I thought you were saying the Grindhouse in general. No, uh, Do you have those numbers? uh, I actually don't. Those those weren't uh, readily available. This is just the total box office. Um, So, yeah, not not as uh, popular as I thought it would be. Even though it's it's a B movie, I kind of expected it to get its money back. But, yeah. Um, Grego. Yes. What do we got for cast in this one? Um, starts off with Miss. I guess we'll go in order, especially with this one. <laughs> that hot take, the hot hot pole dance or go go dance from uh, Rose McGowan as Cherry Darling goes into her charming. boyfriend. Charming, charming. Her boyfriend Freddie Rodriguez as El Ray. Mm-hmm. Josh Brolin, Doctor William Block, his wife mm-hmm. exiting the door. Um, is Marley Shelton as Dr. Dakota Block, their son. I'm sorry, their son. So sorry. So sorry. Moving on. Jeff Fahey, JT Haig, Michael Bain as Sheriff Haig. Uh, mm-hmm. He plays a big part in this one. Um, Bruce Willis, name yeah. dropping hard. Lieutenant Muldoon. And, you know, Quentin Tarantino is. I'm not going to say what he was listed as, but we'll call him the uh, the Drippy Dicky. It's a drippy dicky. I like it. I like it. <laughs> drippy dicky. <laughs> SPC. And I, I, I did like the the name drop of of uh, Bruce Willis's character Bruce. Muldoon. <laughs> Muldoon is the is the hunter from Jurassic Park. Mm. So it, it kind of a a loose callback there. Like they're, they're, the movies aren't connected, but it was it was right. nice to see that. Like they're giving a nod. That'd be an interesting fan theory. That would <laughs> that would be a fun right, one. Right, right. Would be a fun one. Um, not not as heavy of a cast as we normally have. Like like recently we've had we've had some really all star flicks. Yeah. And this one's this one's a little tamer. Well, you know we're talking all star directors at, at least to some people. Mm-hmm. Um, the cast is what you make it, and they know that, and they they reuse a few of these names mm-hmm. in the second uh, installment, installment of yeah. uh, Grindhouse. Um, but yeah, no, it's yeah. It moves well. I mean, it's it's typical Robbie. I mean, sort of. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's. It, we're talking big time, gross, grotesque 
yeah. shots. Um, That's the long and the short of the film. There's yeah. not too much character arc. And no, mm-hmm. no, not it's at a, all. It's you, a, never it's really, a you never even classic. really figure out what's going on with the initial. Yeah. Like it's an it's an obvious. You know, it's Planet Terror. It's a nod yeah, to to getting, like the Romero era yeah, of zombie yeah. movies. But before we get into that, yeah. mm. let's get what into we this. Into so this is the El Rey. Okay. Not only a reference to one of the main characters in this movie, but also Robbie Rodriguez <laughs> himself and his production team. Uh, so we've got an ounce of Kahlua, an ounce of vanilla vodka, half an ounce of amaretto, and two dashes of cherry bitters. Mm-hmm. Now, if the Kahlua is a little bit too strong, go ahead and throw a little bit more vanilla vodka on it and smooth it out. <laughs> more but, vodka. Uh, throw a little vodka on there. This is, this is one that has no mixer, so buyer beware. Looks strong. It tastes strong. It's dark, just like the subject matter. Oh, yeah. Mm. That could be dangerous. I told you that cherry thing would shine through. Cherry yeah. Bitters. It's like a yeah. cherry chocolate coffee. It really is. It's, yeah, a, the, it's a cherry... Uh, um, 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 Black Russian. Black Russian. Yeah. yeah. With amaretto with a little nutty. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. This will do, Josh. I'll do. That'll do. <laughs> Yeah, it's honestly I'm, way better than I expected. <laughs> well, and this is this is another one of those like budget drinks where like we had most of this stuff kind of stashed away from yeah. previous episodes. So if you've been following along with the Sippable Opinions drink book, as you should be, you've got all this stuff at home already. You can throw a a an El Rey party. <laughs> Speaking of which, hmm. do you know where these two movies got their start? What do you mean? Like the theme? The, the, grindhouse, the Grindhouse movies, like these two films, specifically Planet Terror and Death Proof, because they were released together. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know why they made them? Why the two directors decided to make them? Yeah, because like matinees would have like two short films at the movie theater mm-hmm. that you would go see like for the price of one or something like mm-hmm. that. It would be like two short-length films instead of a full-length. Right. Like, that's what a Grindhouse yeah. was, right? Grind, grindhouse was, was usually a double or a triple feature of like really gory... Like the fifty foot woman type movies. Right, right. Now Quentin, being a fan of B movies, used to host double feature flicks at his house, and Robbie Rodriguez was the only person who showed up to every single showing. Every <laughs> single su- week, Robbie was there. I'm not surprised about either Robbie's of those here. two statements. Robbie's here. So here we go. When hell yeah. When uh, when Robbie was was writing the script for Planet Terror, he's like, hey, it was at one of these double features mm-hmm. at Quentin Tarantino's house. He's like, hey, man, I'm working on this movie. It's a real grindhouse feel. I think you should write one, too. So what we got was in this episode, we're going to discuss Planet Terror, but we will be touching a little bit on Death Proof just because they are sister projects. Thanks, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's why these movies got made was they wanted to make an homage to something that they were. It was a tradition that they were already continuing mm-hmm. that they wanted to give back to the public. Heck yeah. And it goes back to their their history. Like they met at the Toronto Film Festival as indie indie directors and they've kept this style of film mm-hmm. alive. I think Planet Terror is a good homage to Yeah, I think uh, uh Robbie had a whole lot of fun with this one. I think oh, he definitely. just like let it let it loose, you know what I mean? It was like Shasi talked about a minute ago, it's not not so tight as far as uh you know, arc and, mm-hmm. and analysis and plot, none of that matters. But when it's when like you're having a, when you're he was just having a ball, yeah. like yeah. with his camera shots and his camera angles and and lighting. Lighting is huge in this one, and then just overall, just making it's like, it's almost a satire of a satire. It's like he's making fun of B movies mm-hmm. by creating one of the, in my opinion, one of the best B movies. I would agree. Um, 
is, is like I said, his lighting is, is, mm-hmm. is yeah. his takes his even the the banter is pretty good. I mean, you, you get your character arc when you need it as far as that romanticism mm-hmm. between um, Rose McGowan and Freddie Rodriguez, but that even gets cut short. Burned real, you know, in, the, yeah. in that sex yeah. scene. You know what I mean? He's he's leaving so much for interpretation just because he can. He's mm-hmm. having fun for fun with it. You know what I mean? I really respected this film actually of his because he he seemed really loose. Mm-hmm. Silly, really seemed really in his element. Absolutely. And yeah, that's, that's kind of well, my first take on this one. It's interesting that you bring up his camera work because um, this is the project where he actually taught Quentin Tarantino how to run a camera. So Quentin, mm. like obviously a film student and yeah. knows how to use a camera, but he made Quentin be his uh, assistant DP. Mm. So he was running second camera. Yeah. And it was wow. he, he put Quentin out of his element. And he's like, these are the kinds of shots that I want. And he ran it like a real director. Mm. And he's like, look, I want you to grow as a as a filmmaker. Yeah. So I'm gonna make you be the student. And, again. A, and a lot of that, like Tarantino's noted on a lot of editing sides, like mm-hmm. you know, uh, that. And then you have on the opposite side of that coin, uh, Robbie Rodriguez is, gets named as like you know producer. Mm-hmm. You know, editing, producing, they 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 kind of fall in different realms. They they have similar visions and stuff, and mm-hmm. the way way to get it to the public. Yeah, um, but you can tell one is very camera, and not mm-hmm. that Tarantino isn't, but I mean, it, Tar- Rodriguez lives as lives and dies by the camera. Like that's I, I agree. That's it. You know what I, I mean? Agree. And, and special effects mm-hmm. and you know practical effects and right? lighting and mm-hmm. and yeah. yeah, it all goes into it. It's um, it's I hate to talk about a different movie again, but Brolin <laughs> and like the lighting was so good in the cameras. You know, they had million dollar cameras on set mm-hmm. for this, and yeah. Tarantino was there too. Obviously, you know what I mean. They're both yeah. on each other's set, mm-hmm. but. Uh, Coen Brothers were casting for No Country for Old Men at the time. That's true. And yeah. Nolan wanted to like reach out to them. For some reason they like refused him. Like, don't send in a casting video. I don't know why. If he wasn't big enough, okay. or they had somebody else in mind. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the like. If there was beef or just they they had somebody else in mind, but mm-hmm. they he he did it anyways using their cameras like in between <laughs> shots. Robbie and, and Quinn are both like, no, 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 no. Fucking like did this crazy lighting. Brought a million dollar camera over. Uh, and, and shot it and he sent it in corn brothers initial response is who did the lighting what, <laughs> what kind of camera did you use right. you know, he obviously yeah. ended up, up getting the part but mm-hmm. he was not even supposed to be taken in consideration well and that. that's that's impressive because the coen brothers like yeah. we'll get off of this movie i promise yeah, yeah. but the coen <laughs> brothers they're known for casting their films before they write the movie like they right. know who they want for yeah, a part right so like the fact that the the expertise of the only two directors that we yeah. compare to yeah. the Coen brothers was able to get him that part. Get, yeah, that is whole, awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's amazing. like it really shows just how much they know about the craft. Yeah, yeah. like you listen to you listen to Quentin talk about you know old school film and dialogue, but when you talk when you hear Robbie talk about filmmaking, he's mm-hmm. talking about pan shots. He's talking yeah. about film grain. Absolutely. He's, he's really he really is yes. a camera guy. Yes, yes, absolutely. And it shows mm-hmm. like. Quentin Tarantino gets away with making quote unquote lower quality films mm-hmm. because of his his ability to write a story and dialogue. Mm-hmm. Robbie Rodriguez makes some of the most beautiful movies. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they kind of work well together. It's a, they're mm-hmm. like the the puzzle pieces that they're both missing. Yeah. You know, they're not yeah. they're like together they're whole in, mm-hmm. in in every sense of the word as far as directing and and art goes well know. and they're they're just such unique geeks mm-hmm. about this yeah. stuff that it's like 
I imagine that their relationship is much like what we have at this table, where we're all just we're geeks about this yeah. stuff. So we, we we soak up as much information about it as we can, yeah. but we still have our own focuses. Yeah. You're a you're a storyline and what did you mm. give me kind of mm. guy. I'm a what was your vision kind of mm. guy. But we we still come to this table and appreciate mm. the same product. Yeah. Absolutely. And Absolutely. it's it's cool to see some of the greats come together. Like uh Robbie directed this obviously and he wrote most of the script. But Quentin Tarantino oh, has, has a writing credit. He's got credit. his fingerprint all over it. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, sure. he's definitely them, got a writing credit. Them, you know, I mean, as far as even yeah. like that, the credit, uh, we'll talk about the next round. I guess we're trying to, I'm melding movies again. I don't want to it, do it. It's fine. But um, I don't know. It's just, it, I, I said it a little bit more brash before, but it's like they're kind of their own puppeteers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, what do you yeah. think about this idea? I feel pretty good about it. What do you feel about this? Yeah. Oh, shit. And then they kind of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit more brash before, but. No, hearing, Hearing them talk about their their style together, that's exactly what's yeah. going on. Is they are very, they're friends, but they're very brutal with their yeah, opinions. Yeah, they, they seem like they're, they're they know their art, and mm-hmm. they're not going to give any kind of. Well, they know what what the other that. is capable of. Yeah. So the fact that this is one of the best B movies that's ever been made mm-hmm. showcases mm-hmm. not only Robbie's ability to put together a good movie in this vein, but also Quentin's ability to punch it up mm-hmm. like that's that's ultimately what he did was a punch up yeah i think so, even like if we're rating this movie against other b movies mm-hmm. they go they go to the extent to make even the camera work look corny yeah you yeah. know what i yeah. mean yeah. they go to far extents <laughs> to do non-conventional shit mm-hmm. that almost is just as hard to set up but to kind yeah. of make it look a little more rugged or janky mm-hmm. or whatever yeah, I mean, and that's, that's where this kind of, of problems like, that you had with this movie, yeah. though, wasn't it? Like, but, no, no, no. I were, think that like the camera work and everything is just like, like you said, it makes it even that much more fun. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, you're like locked into it, like it's a serious movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you know, next. Well, it's it's one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen mm-hmm. because there's like Shasti and I were talking off mic today, uh, just about how many threads in this movie don't get tied up. Yeah, they're just. Oh, intentionally yeah, left yeah. open and even the the missing reel mm-hmm. cuts out half the lore from mm-hmm. the story but yeah, yeah. it's still an engaging movie yeah because there there's there's as far as characters go there are the few things that you grab onto the husband and wife on the blocks mm-hmm. um and she loses her son because she gives him a gun he blows his fucking face off within the first two seconds of her giving that right what meanwhile her husband is on their ass and he mm-hmm. she just said kill your dad mm-hmm. you know what i mean that so that that he he gives us enough to grab onto as far as characters like wanting to mm-hmm. be better, and then also with Rose McGowan and Freddie, uh, Fred, I almost said Freddie Mercury, Freddie Rodriguez. <laughs> um, you know that that there's nothing before, there's nothing after. They just had a history, and you know what do you, what do you say, Paul, Paulita? You know, don't call me by that name. I don't yeah, that anymore. Um, they give us enough grasp on character analysis and plot and arc where we're not like totally let down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are the only two relationships that really matter in this, except for the relationship between the barbecue master himself <laughs> and his brother, the cop. Um, what a touching relationship. <laughs> Dude, I love that. Like, really? Shag, right? He was my favorite favorite character the whole thing. The, the guy who was just looking for that extra award-winning touch to his yeah. sauce. It turned out to be blood. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Well, that's the, that was that was the the magic ingredient to this movie was yeah. more blood, yeah. yeah, more gore, more yeah. blood. The best part, as far as the funniest part, was he's, he's laying, they actually go into his, his his barbecue spot and they go behind the bar and he's laying there. And <laughs> yeah. And he's like covered in barbecue sauce and sausage. And they're like, oh no, oh oh. 
I must have fell asleep from all from all the meat. It looks like a test. Yeah, dude, it's so good. The comic relief in this movie is so good. I mean, it's a nasty fucking flick. Like, there's brains, guts, balls, everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to get weird, but it is everything. There are. It's it's yeah, quick. It's not it's a kids quick, movie. Quick kids. It's a quick splits. <clears throat> it's it's huge amounts of bubbling pussy things, faces, and grossness. Penis but is the comic, off. yes, exactly. But the comic relief in this movie is like second to none to, mm-hmm. to draw you off that B movie stuff. They added to the B movie stuff and mm-hmm. elevated this into I'm going B plus movie with this. Fair thing. enough. I mean, <laughs> yeah, B plus for sure. Fair enough. Right? For like, sure. They know what they're sure. doing. They know what they're doing in this in this film, but they keep it light. Like I yeah. said before, I think I think <clears throat> this is Robbie Rodriguez's wheelhouse. I think this yeah. is a, a a loose, great home run mm-hmm. that he set forth and getting across the message that he wanted to mm-hmm. B movies don't have messages right but this one kind of they did. barely have stories <laughs> yeah, exactly so I loved it I mean Marines mm-hmm. who, who, who even knows pandemics aliens yeah. well, that, that question is never answered so we, that's what you were talking about before, well the only so. thing we know is they're supposed to be zombies now this was mm-hmm. this was something I wanted because we all know I'm a I'm a horror buff so zombie movies are right up my alley now this is a very different take on a zombie flick how did you guys feel about the usage of, of zombies in this story was it because it's, it's non-traditional. What, what were your thoughts on it? Well, I think they were kind of skewed. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they kind of took a little bit of everything and put it on there as far as them dragging carcasses across the mm-hmm. highway, um, them taking limbs only. Mm-hmm. Um, those questions were never answered. Then you yeah. see, you see shots where they're completely, engulfed and eating mm-hmm. the inside so like is this a so they are they eating zombies are they taking right to to make more zombies or are they are more they, like mutants yeah you know, are affected yeah. by the gas which may be the start for because the thing that confuses me yeah. is like you you do in zombie movies you do see a lot of play with the slow moving romero zombies and the more fast moving ravenous well, modern they had zombies those, they had both yeah. of those right but what the part that confused me was the melting skin and the bubbling because that seemed almost more like a mutation. That's, yeah, that's a like mutation that would but the kill gas, them very but quickly. The gas was to help them, right? To help them sustain. It was they were slowly inoculating themselves because without the gas, they're well, I guess not inoculating. They they essentially got addicted to it physically. Okay. That's how it's explained. Is like they have to keep inhaling the gas, otherwise they melt. Zombie methods, basically. There you go. Basically, meth, they're fine. But are those the same kind of zombies that were attacking people on the road? Yeah, that's. Do you that's think so? I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I don't know. This it movie's like completely was, up for interpretation. Yeah, varying degrees. I mean, it, it seemed like there was tiered systems of zombies. You know, like yeah, these yeah. like outside yeah. the barbecue zombies are like joint. the scavengers. These this zombies are like the flesh eaters. These zombies are the the take your limbs kind of guy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Some I, just stand there. Balls. Some are hyperactive. Like when yeah, he walks out the barbecue right. joint and he thinks it's like one of the competitors. Yeah. <laughs> you want to try some of yeah. the, the best undisputed bar? <laughs> are you from the next door? Yeah. Like, get out of here. Yeah, right. And, they're just, and they, you know, the, the shot zooms in on their face and you see mm. the boils, you see their yeah. green mm-hmm. eyes when they, you just saw their silhouettes before. Right. But that was one of those things. It's like, all right, well, the last zombies are just like darting across the road, like right, taking yeah. people out. These guys are just standing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. kind of like like Greg said, almost like tears of it. It's yeah, it's kind a grab of bag off. of, of yeah. zombies. I That's, think it was maybe a grab bag so, of horror films. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sit back, yeah. gain suspense. Then you add that freakish, mm-hmm. fast paced stuff. I mean, again, B movies touching on a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. It these these envelopes will never get 
licked and sent to film fair, school. Fair, fair, but you know I mean, as far as that goes, I I wouldn't be opposed to a sequel to Planet Terror because Pla- Planet Terror, as it is, is really just town terror. Yeah, it didn't end. So the ending makes it, it look like yeah. a lot more happened than it did, or like more yeah. needs to be yeah. told at least. And it, it feels like. The whole story is told inside a barbecue house. So, like, do you guys? And again, I'm going to reference another movie from another from another like director like this. Uh, so, Boondock Saints. Mm-hmm. You've you've both seen the second film. Yeah, I understand that that is the lesser of the two films. However, at the very end, they have they have that moment where they're like, "You guys need to be in every city," but they make it out to be like they're actually going to be in every city. They're going to have Boondock Saints in every city that are you know standing up to all this kind of, of right, the, ridiculousness. That's yeah. the same feeling I got at the end of Planet Terror, where where we now have an army of survivors led by Rose McGowan and her machine gun, her, yeah. her Gatling gun yeah, leg yeah. now. Oh, at the end? Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. She got so, the upgrade, for sure. Yeah. I love how they put that post on at the end of when she was having her surgery initially. Like the, the next shot you see is a bandage, and she's got like a four a four post, like <laughs> yeah. a two by straight two by. It's splintering any, any of your no, ac- accessories to this leg. She's getting in the tow truck, and Frankie just takes off. Like yeah, she's, right. she's yeah. like like a stilt trying to like get in the door. He's like, "Come on, hurry up! Yeah. It's splintering." It's right, just, it's, it's like her high heel. She says something. Like, it hurts. It's wood. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I love when they get on the bike, and he's like, "Get on." The other way, and she gets in front of him. He's yeah. like, "No, the, the other, other way." <laughs> like he Stop wasn't phone. looking for a sexy moment. Yeah. He, he's he's looking like I gave you this fucking gun. Use yeah, right, it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> which she could have used it that when way. she was yeah. in the sexy way. Right. Like, I feel like I feel like behind. that would have been more exciting. Like no, if I was El Ray, like, there's no way she could cross over his side with a stump leg. Well, just tell him swerve. Swerve. All right, all right, I get, I get, I get swear. Swear. I don't know why I'm steering a motorcycle like this, but because you're imagining Rose McGowan on your left. See, she, she's not in Josh's King Corner though, hmm? and I don't know why. It's okay, because she's too pale for you. She's, I don't know, she's I don't know. Beautiful. I, she's, she's a beautiful woman. She I got be. nothing against Great her. Great actress, just, you know, brunette for there's, sure. There's nothing, there's nothing uh, about Rose McGowan in this movie that makes me feel like I want her to abuse me. Which is really what the King Corner is about. I think she, the girl with the gun. The girl, the girl, the girl with the, the, girl with the peg six, leg. Yeah. She, he doesn't think he's going to abuse him. Okay, all right, I get it. Hey, you know what you go to the King Corner for, all right? Let's be real. All right. Well, speaking of guns, they have a Gatling gun and they all use revolvers. Yeah, or knives. Yeah, I was going to ask you about one, that. one nineteen eleven that I saw. That's with the, with the captain who got his mm-hmm. brain split. But yeah, they're all it's it's revolver central and shotguns. Like even well, the shotguns are are dating the outdating the revolvers. Correct me if I'm wrong, but those revolvers are like police issue from the eighties. I mean, actually, right? no. Some of those were big time, big time things. We're talking. There was a. Uh, Smith and Wesson 44 Mag, which is like mm-hmm. a, the old Dirty Harry kind of yeah. thing, yeah. and then it was like 40, they made a joke about it. 44 Mag and 357. Mm-hmm. They're both fucking spine splitters, but it's like I don't know. It just seemed weird for them th- in this age to have all revolvers. And I guess you were talking about it, it, kind of a callback on mm-hmm. uh, the old, older, older films, older yeah. Rollins or, or whoever it was Romero, Romero, George sorry. Romero, <laughs> but. Shout out to Henry Rollins, fan of the pod. (laughs) Fan of the pod. Anyway. No, it was just weird to see. You know what I mean? Because there's, I mean, it's B-movies, and you know I'm kind of a 
that gun kind of guy where yeah. it's like, I want to see you split, but they didn't. But it was awesome. Lots of explosions. Yeah. I think they evened it out with the Gatling gun with the light. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I think that brings the, the medium down to... Mm. Like just, just, I just imagine her actually point. having a gun belt that's yeah. just made of bullets right. that's feeding into the Gatling so leg. I think uh, one, one character we didn't talk about much on this one, I think I think we should approach, is um, Marley Shelton's character, um, mm-hmm. the wife of yeah. um, William Block. They're both doctors. They're both serial killers. Yeah, and she's got friends and stuff. I think she did a great job, except for when she, you know, tried to reach in with the car handle and <laughs> break her wrist. And that's a movie flaw too. At the end, like she's fully she's just functional. Fine. That thing you saw it. it was, it was yeah, like, it was rubber. Yep, it was rubber. As she had arthritis. <laughs> she got that arthritis. Yeah. Right, right. I think <laughs> she did a great this. job too. That uh, that sequence of the husband and wife. I think like I, I talked about before. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of brought everything into a like. There's an actually, emotional actually center. a story. Yeah, know? I felt Otherwise the same way like about the about the brothers. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. There are two mo- emotional centers, and almost like a uh, like a dual star situation mm-hmm. where they're both. All right, I'm I'm gonna leave my nerdy shit out of this. Just Please. two stars here of, of growing. emotional stars. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's a a crumbling marriage between two serial killers and a relationship between two brothers who. I, I think the guy who owned the barbecue joint was the older brother because he got the recipe from mm-hmm. grandma. And he's dying for and, it. Yeah, and the younger brother was was craving it and and just wanted to be included. Right, right. So at the very end. Do you think they served burrito tacos in that in that barbecue spot? Because Shasia whipped oh. up some burrito tacos. I don't know. Hey, they like, they didn't do it like me, though. They didn't do it like me, though. I know. I mean, I was going to say. Oh, man. You know who else doesn't do it like us? Who? Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. That would be true. I if the timing, bro. <laughs> timing. I just pulled them up, so it's ready. I'm not going to show you yeah, like yeah. normal mm-hmm. until so, you get into it. But as always, we are going to start with the quintessential taco rating critic, mm. Greg himself. Grego, what do you give Planet Terror? Planet Terror. Honestly, Out of 100 tacos. I, honestly, I, I, I walked into this having a score. We've been talking about it. I changed it. Um... This movie gets a 75. Totally fair. 75. Totally fair. Um, I think it's an amazing standalone film. I think I got some help from Tarantino mm-hmm. and, and being released in the Grindhouse out. Well, I guess not monetarily, monetarily mm-hmm. wise, but um, it's got everything it's supposed to have. Gore, mm-hmm. weird sex scenes, yeah. um, dripping dick Tarantino, like... It's got everything. I, you know, everything it's, Greg it's, loves in a movie. <laughs> I, I actually do. I think it's a really, as far as B movies go, I will never give a this these type of movie a higher score. This is like yeah, the yeah, essential yeah. B movie. Well, so that's, that's why they're B movies. If you were reviewing B movies mm. and just having that set Even sort, to, it'd be yeah. like a ninety six. Agreed. But Agreed. this movie overall is it. It probably should be lower, but it's a seventy five for me. It's very Fair. functional. It's very watchable. It's mm-hmm. fun. Um, it's gross. It, it, it touches on humor. It's it's pretty yeah. much everything you want out of that type of movie. So, yeah, I stand firm, 75. Fair enough. Master of the Mix. Yeah, that was a little weird phase right there. So Master of the Mix. <laughs> no, we go. Uh, yeah, I think it's the first time I'm dead even with Greg on a score of 75. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, even 
as a B movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I I said it was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Army of yeah. Darkness and this. Like yes, like, like hundred yeah. and a hundred. But since Down we're the gun. since we're doing Grindhouse, you know what I mean? It's 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 a straight seventy five as far as yeah. how we're gonna talk about the next movie. So. Solid, solid. I uh, I'm not far off. I give this a seventy seven. It's I mean it's a B movie, so it gets a B on the curve. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I had not thought about the Army of Darkness connection, and that originally my score was a 76, but that bumps it up a point because um, of the boomstick. But uh, <laughs> boom yeah, yeah, he's got a boomstick, she's got a boom leg or a bum leg. That's what I named um, my, my sniper in Counter Strike because the boom boomstick. Stick. Yeah, follow yeah I, on boomstick sniper. <laughs> follow his Twitch stream. Steam. Yeah. Steam. <laughs> I, uh, I I think we've we've kind of said everything there is to say yeah. about about the quality of this movie. It's it's something that you should go see, but it's not for everybody. Yeah. So it's not a movie that I can recommend to everyone. So it doesn't break into that eighties rating. Some great camera work and some great shots it's, and, it, and good good explosions and great practical effects. The Grindhouse like release amazing. was was two uh, gore films, mm-hmm. short length. Yeah. So if that entices you at all, you know what I mean. Yeah. This is is a double length version of what Rodriguez Rodriguez brought to the Yeah, so much fun in this film. You could yeah, tell yeah. he like you could tell he had so much fun. You know, I had a lot of fun here too, guys. I did see. I did. I, I, this was fun enough. This was a subscribe. really enjoyable episode. I hope you enjoyed listening <laughs> or watching to this episode as well. Um, if you enjoyed it enough. That you thought we deserve all the money in your account, or even just a dollar a month. Head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash opinions and pledge your eternal allegiance to the cause. As a Not eternal. Not eternal allegiance. Make it eternal. Make it eternal. Make it monthly eternal. It's like a dollar. Okay, it's it's an eternal lease on a month-by-month basis. It's a dozen dollars for a year. (laughs) Yeah. For your soul. For as little as $12 a year, you can get access to... Um, our Patreon exclusive show, The Sip, where we just talk about life here in the suburbs and what's going on in the world and occasionally some wacky history and how I feel about Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, you also get early apps access to all of our episodes, <laughs> video and audio, God. and you get exclusive access to uh, pilot episodes of new shows and stuff that nobody else gets to see. None ya. None ya. None, none of their business. Just yours. Subscribe. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell icon on uh, YouTube if you'd like to be notified every time. Wait, like be notified every time we drop a new project. That said, Greg, love your face. Shasti, love your face. Where's my face? Audience, my face. I haven't seen most of your faces, but I'm sure I love them anyway. I'd like to say goodbye. I'm sorry, Romy, but I just don't trust you anymore. And you know the rules. I'm out. I swear, Abby, I'm, I'm, you're not going to see me anymore. Not so far. Okay.